and welcome back to Perform Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get on with today's show, I just want to let you guys know that our free monthly online performing arts magazine is now available to download. All you need to do is head to peermag.co.uk or you can follow the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag. Don't forget, if you love these episodes, please head to iTunes to leave us a review. All reviews help us get noticed by more performers and help get more free information and industry insight out there to help as many people as we can. A huge thank you for your support and without further ado, let's get on with the show. So over the last like two weeks, I've been reflecting a lot um, about the year that's just gone, about everything that happened in 2021 and how it happened over the 12 month period. There's been a lot of grateful moments, things that I'm thankful for, that I'm really appreciative of, that I'm honored to have happened. But there are also things that I've made mistakes on, that I failed at and I've learned over the last year about myself. And thinking back to January, 2021 me, it's almost like I'm a different person a year on. I'm obviously still me, but the the way that I approached everything with my mindset, my health set, the way that I emotionally approached things, like everything has changed so much. And while the years feel like they're flying by um, at an alarming rate, there's actually so much that has happened within the year. And it's only when you pause and think about it and look back on it that you realize how much has actually happened um so I started 2021 with my goals with my annual goals of what I was going to achieve in the year I was going to prioritize my health by doing like four workouts per week I was going to read 12 books to improve my intellectual strength um I was going to pass my driving test I was going to get six new career credits. I was going to invest in three new career tools or resources or skills. I was going to save £6,000. I was going to learn French. I was going to launch a mag. Um, I was going to write and create my own work. And I was going to help relaunch Dance in Teas and Wax Infusion in September. I also wanted to make sure that I spent more time with Lewis. um, Was on my way to becoming more of a full-time actor and doing less teaching. Um, I wanted to make sure that the journals that we sell, a performance journal, got a wholesale order. Um... I wanted to make sure that I devoted more time to helping people for free with the performer journals. Um, And I wanted to make sure that as a person, I looked after myself so I was able to help other people. 
And there's quite a lot there of things that I'd covered and I'd broken down as to how I was going to do it and month by month and week by week. Um, and there's a few there that you may have heard me giggle at as I was reading them out. And there is reasons for that. So the first goal was prioritising my health. Now, I definitely feel like over the last year, I've become a lot more aware of how my body feels. Um, I've, you know, prioritised my health a lot more. And especially since I've been doing the credits towards the end of the year, I've really made sure that my health has been my top priority and it's definitely paid off. Um, did I do four workouts a week? No. Did I think that was a realistic target? No, and I probably shouldn't have set myself that because as well, within the workout, I've not put what kind of workout it is. I've put two strength and two cardio. Well, I hate strength workouts, so there was no way I was going to do two a week. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't put down what I was going to do each day and I didn't often schedule it in. Sometimes I said I was too busy to work out, which is absolute nonsense. But that was one of my goals. And even though I have prioritised my health this morning, more this year I feel like I'm eating a lot better um just because nutritionally I didn't always eat the best option to help fuel my body um and often I'd like snack a lot throughout the day and just have a really large meal in the evening and not like have proper breakfast or lunch um now I make the time to make myself a proper breakfast a proper lunch I have dinner, but a, a bit smaller portion, and I don't snack as much throughout the day now. I always ask myself, do I need to eat this? <laughs> like, do am I hungry or am I just eating because I'm like, want a snack? Like, I just have to very much check in with myself. Um, but in terms of like the workouts, I wouldn't say I've achieved it as much. So that's why this year I need to make sure that I set myself a more realistic goal within that. Um, but I do feel like I've gotten healthier. Would I say I've achieved it? No, because I didn't stick to the process of four workouts per week. Um, but I do feel healthier in myself. So that's a win. My second goal was to read 12 books. Um, I did actually do that one. And I have to say, I've learned an awful lot this year. I mean, a lot of the books I've read have been self-development books or acting books. Um, and they've all been so beneficial to me. I've reviewed quite a lot of them in Performing Arts Mag, which wasn't even a prospect back then. But um, I've read 12 books, which is something that I love to read. And over the last few years, I just haven't made time to do it. Um, I've always said I've been too busy, again, a lot of rubbish, it's about making time. Um, so I did that this year and I want to keep doing it and read more this year. I'm probably going to set myself the same goal because 12 books is actually quite a lot <laughs> um, and I really have to like cram it in some days. Um, so I'm going to try reading a bit more consistently and like every day rather than like having a three day break and then reading like four chapters and then um, having two day break and then reading like six chapters. Um, rather than doing it really inconsistently, I'm just gonna try and read a bit each day so that I don't feel like I've got to block out like an hour and a half to catch up on reading. 
um, so that I do it consistently every single day and it's just a little bit of time that's for me each morning. Um, but I'll come on to morning routine and stuff in a moment. I did pass my driving test, um, which is lovely because it was originally meant to be in 2020 and um, it got postponed and postponed with the pandemic. I did fail my first one. I'm going to be honest, I had my first test, I think it was in July, and I thought I'd passed it, no problem. Um, and he took me back really early, the instructor did, and I was like, oh, I, I don't know if I failed, but I don't feel like I went wrong anywhere. Turns out I did fail. Um, I didn't get any minors, but I got one major, so that's an automatic fail. Um, something to do with me not seeing a speed sign. It was in a bush or something. I missed it. But anyway, went on to then pass it again later in the year. But that was a big blow for me because I didn't know, especially with the pandemic and the backlog of tests, if I was going to get an opportunity to redo it. And I felt like I was ready. And I felt like it was just like a moment of like not fully being aware. Um, now, in hindsight, I'm really glad that I like waited till um, to pass the second time. Um, because I feel like I learned a lot in those extra lessons that I had to like top up between my first test and my second and I got a lot more confident and just a lot more not too relaxed I was still aware but like more relaxed and confident so I definitely think it was you know how they say everything happens for a reason I'm a firm believer in that and I definitely think that was one of those moments I couldn't see it at the time I was devastated but actually passing the second time made it even more worthwhile and I got my freedom and a job depended on me passing so I knew like there was quite a lot riding on my test the second time um I wanted to take Lewis to see family um because they live quite far away and we didn't really have any means of getting there and then I also wanted to make sure that you know I'd got my freedom a little bit more and could take myself to and from jobs and things um, so it was a really great feeling to pass, which is funny because the second time I thought I'd failed because I stored it as I went on to a roundabout and I thought, oh no, Beth, you've, you've mucked this up for yourself, um, for a second time. And I got back to the test center and yeah, when she told me I passed, I was over the moon. So that is a huge tick for this year. And I'm really pleased that that happened. Um, my next goal was six new career credits. Now I've been very lucky this year. Um, especially with all the pandemics and everything that's been happening in between, I had eight new credits in the end. But by November, I was worried I only had six. Like, and then three last little things came at once. So never count yourself out. I was like, oh no, I'm not on target to do this. I'm not going to achieve this this year. I thought I'd you know, I was one short and then I ended up getting three within the last like two and a half months. So that was a big achievement because I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, and I wasn't sure what more I could have done basically to, to make it happen. So I'm very relieved that people took the opportunity, um, to give me an opportunity. And I was very, very grateful for that. I had a wonderful time and I think within those career credits, it's actually proven to me that I am worthy of doing this career a little bit more. 
Um, because I always knew like deep down that I was, um, but I think in training, my confidence kind of took a bit of a knock. And then when I graduated, I was just aiming for like one or two smaller jobs. I wasn't really um, aiming anything beyond that because I didn't feel like I was capable. Um, and this year has proven to me that I am like, everything is based on character. It's not based on your skill set. It doesn't matter how high you can belt or how many turns you can do or how high you can kick your leg. This year has proven to me that if you are dedicated, if you're hardworking, if you're passionate, if you're resilient, if you push forward, if you make things happen for yourself, like it does pay off. And you may not see it instantly. Like I say, I didn't think I was gonna achieve it. And then three things happened for me quite quickly. Um, and that was not because of chance or because of, you know, um, like just what I was doing then. That's like a year's worth of putting in the work to like get that out. Um, so I'm very grateful that that happened. Right, let's talk about one of the biggest flops of the year. Saving the money. Now, <laughs> obviously I didn't anticipate that we were gonna have lockdowns and being self-employed, that does change things quite a lot um, because I wasn't eligible for sick pay, I wasn't eligible for grants, I wasn't eligible for any time off. Um, I wasn't eligible for anything basically. Um, and there was no work because everyone was in lockdown. So that was something I really had to kind of navigate round um so I ended up setting up a few of my own workshops I was trying to do like 10 other things to like hustle and bring in the money and I always managed to cover my responsibilities which is great um and most of that is because every time I did have a credit I saved like I didn't go out and spend anything I was very careful and I was very conscious with my money and I, I always have been a quite a conscious person and I think I'll continue to be that way because especially when you're self-employed, you know, I could get injured at any moment and then that's my income gone, you know, so you have to think about things in a very different way to maybe how other people would think about it who have a consistent job and then if they get sick, they get statutory sick pay and it's still not as much, but it's something um <clears throat> whereas you know as self-employed you kind of don't have that um so you kind of have to be very sensible about your money and be your own business manager and accountant <laughs> and work it out and do the math and <clears throat> I don't think I set a realistic goal at the start of the year especially knowing like what the year could look like I thought, again, the pandemic would be over within a couple of months and then I'd like re-pull the money back. Um, that is not what happened. It's still going on now and heading into 2022, we could still be facing more restrictions and another lockdown again. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I didn't maybe set a realistic goal there, um, which is why I gave a good giggle when I read it out because it's just not realistic for the amount that I've done this year, um, financially anyway. But it it just does tickle me because I was very ambitious um, and maybe not quite as realistic as I ought to have been considering the year we just had. <clears throat> um, 
obviously we moved back into my parents' house back in the January. So I did want to move out and me and Lewis have now moved into our new home, which is exciting. Um, Invested in three new career tours. I invested in headshots. I got my new headshots done. I invested in car, in like paying off my car and my insurance and things like that so I could get to more jobs and more work. I took a few classes. Now, these weren't regular, so I'm probably going to say that I didn't do that. Um, Just because I didn't, like, continuously, when I was taking class, I didn't continue every single week. You know, there was, obviously, there's always going to be moments where you can't do things because of contracts and paid work comes up. So you have to do that. But I didn't religiously attend a class, like, every single week. Um, I went to a couple of classes for different kind of things, but I didn't find one I should stick at. So in the new year, that's going to be something that I'm going to look at um, and keep attending the same like class and get my foot in the, in the door with that class and um, continue to go there and make a bit of a community um, within that and network because that's a really important part of our job. So that's something I'm going to do. I did not learn a new skill this year. So that is going to be something I'm definitely going to work towards. Launched a mag. Now, I this wasn't even a thing at the start of the year. Like, Obviously, I wanted to help more people with the performer journals and help more people for free. And it was literally, I think it was a day after me and Lewis had just celebrated our four-year anniversary. We sat down and we're like, what more could we could we do? And we'd had this idea like right back at the start, like when we'd officially just started the Performer Journals about doing like some kind of magazine. Um, But the only problem with that was I didn't have the facility, I didn't have the resources. Um, So we were really gonna struggle. And now like two years on after TPJ has been running for two years, we were like, what can we do? And that idea came back up and within a month we had got the first edition online so I think that says how much work actually went in over those like 30 days um to like contact loads of writers to get a proper team and considering that this wasn't even an idea at the start of the year to now have seven editions of the magazine out um and a team of writers that are all incredible industry professionals um to have it going the way it is and to be able to support more performers for free and to make the industry more accessible which has always been my vision um is is really you know it's such an honor to be able to run it and um we have spent the last few nights yes it's been christmas but me and Liz spent the last few nights doing the business plan for the next year and we've got some exciting new things coming up so um I'm excited to see where it's going to go but to say that we launched a magazine this year is crazy because at the start of the year that wasn't even like on the cards um so the fact that we've done that is pretty exciting I wanted to write and create my own work I've started doing that on performing arts mag for the teachers I've started making resource packs with monologues I've written in scripts more of those are going to be coming so I need to push myself and challenge myself to get more creative with that 
Um, in September, we relaunched Dancing Tees and Wax Infusion, um, which is exciting. Dancing Tees is going in a new direction. Um, I won't give too much away because um, that's kind of what we're still working on. Um, and a Wax Infusion relaunched and we did a couple of craft fairs and we had a great time. I have managed to make it feel like I'm definitely more on track with my personal career. So I want to move towards being more of a full-time actor and doing less teaching. Um, I love my teaching, don't get me wrong, I really enjoy it. Um, and I love to be able to do that and get hands-on with it. But <laughs> um, the idea is eventually I'll bring that teaching level down um, so that I can kind of put all my time into acting. And then whenever I'm not acting, doing things to help people with the performer journals. Um, that will be the idea, running Performing Arts Mag. Those kind of things um, hopefully will will be taking up more of the time. Um, so I've definitely done that this year. Um, the hours have gone down, which is good. It means I'm focusing more on all the other aspects that need doing. Um, uh, what other things was there? Oh yeah, um, I spent a lot of time with Lewis this year. I was very lucky. I spent a lot of time with family and I've made some of the most wonderful memories. Um, we played in about four foot of snow, we've gone to Winter Wonderland, we've done some magical things this year um, and it's just been so much fun to look back on because we've spent a lot of time, we've gone on a lot more dates this year as well um, and actually spent time together just being a couple and that's been lovely um, rather than being like business partners and you know everything else it does get quite a lot so it's been so lovely to spend that time with Lewis he's my bestest friend in the world um so I've really enjoyed really enjoyed doing that um we've got a wholesale order for the performer a performer's journal they are in Royal Opera House which is a bit of a shell shock now I contacted so many dance shops and I have to be honest you know sometimes they weren't always keen to take on new stock especially with a pandemic so the fact that Royal Opera House has given us that opportunity because they've seen potential in our book um is wonderful and we're so grateful for that and you know we get so many reviews saying how much it's helped performers um so I'm really pleased that it's doing its job and that someone has seen that it does that and um, has taken it on and Royal Opera House are very prestigious so I feel very very privileged to be a stockist with them um so that's kind of my achievements over the years and obviously some of my flops were in there as well um there's still a lot more things that I need to do I need to learn a new skill I started having a bit of a morning routine this year um and I want to develop that so like I said, with the workouts, obviously I didn't do four workouts a week. Um, it was a bit of an unrealistic goal that I set myself. I am a healthier person and that's been like towards the end of the year. And most of this kind of change of having like a morning routine has come from reading a book called The 5am Club. Now this book 
I read it this year. It's one of my 12 and it was the most inspiring book. And the quote from it that I'll remember every day for the rest of my life that literally made me sit there and cry was it read, how can you expect to leave an exceptional life if you don't take 30 minutes out of your day to make yourself exceptional? So when I read that, it was like everything clicked and I was like, oh, (laughs) this is what I need to be doing. Like, how can I expect to have an acting career without spending 30 minutes a day, like focusing on that? How can I spend, you know, 30 minutes out of a day not reading when I learn stuff like this? How can I not give 30 minutes to my health, which is what keeps me going as a person? I was like, totally mind blown. Um, And so since that part, that was like a huge changing point in this year for me. Since then, I've kind of started a morning routine. It's not as consistent as I would like. And that's something I'm going to work on in the new year. And this is one of my goals for 2022 is to have like a consistent morning routine that is time for me. And that will also make me a better person and a better performer and will challenge me every day to be a bit better. Um... So I'm going to make half an hour at least out of my morning. I think my morning routine will take a bit longer than that. Um, to make my day start in the best way possible. And so I think since then I have been healthier. I have read more. I have made time for like more things within my career and train more. Um, and that's why. It's because of that book. So like now reflecting on like how far I've come and that turning point that I had in the year, I now need to put that into action in 2022. So I'm currently working on all my goals this year. There's a lot of things that I've learned, like to set myself realistic goals, um, to, to think about the trajectory of the year, um, to not underestimate or what can happen in a year. Like the fact that we didn't even think we were going to be running a magazine to now like running a magazine <laughs> um, within the space of one year is pretty crazy. Um, and I just feel very grateful as well to have had the support of wonderful listeners, wonderful followers, wonderful readers um, who have supported me and my journey over the last year, chaotic as it has been. Um, throughout different career credits while I've kind of had to navigate having work again while trying to run everything else um your guys' support has been unreal and I really couldn't do it without you I couldn't do it without Lewis and his like unconditional support and belief um and without my family's support as well but I have to say like you guys have been so supportive of everything I've done and in the new year we're going to be doing things as we always aim to do one bigger and one better so in 2022 there will be some changes not only to the podcast not only to the magazine but to everything um you will see a lot of what we've been putting the time in behind closed doors you know we've been making tons of business plans on how we can make the industry more accessible make it a safer place for people connect people in the right way so that's what we're going to be focusing on this year and every single thing we do will be a part of that 
from every TikTok to every social media post to every free PDF guide that goes on the website to every activity pack that goes up, like whatever it is, like we'll all be a part of trying to help people. It's never about the business side of it and making the business grow. It's about helping as many people as we can by growing the business. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing is, is trying to help. And I think in the new year, um, one of the biggest changes you'll see to the podcast is we're going back to recording audio and visual, which we started doing um, when the podcast started and then with technical things it's getting really difficult um, so we decided to stop but that is something we're going to go back doing and you will see a lot more of our podcast around we are joining forces with performing arts mag it's all going to come under performing arts mag's brand it will still be called performer talks but just to let you know there'll be a lot more stuff about performing arts mag floating around and you'll probably see the two linking up quite a lot um, so there's a lot of exciting things to come and a lot more things to be done to help. Now, if you have any ideas or anything you think that we could be doing to help you, then please drop me a DM. I'm always open to feedback. I've literally been messaging loads of people over this year being like, please can you give me feedback? Like what is working? What would help you? Um, and we've had some really great feedback that's really going to help us like, change and move forward. Um, as we go into 2022 so if you have any ideas of anything you'd like to be done like please let us know this platform is literally built for you um, it's built to help and if we are not 100% serving that purpose we want to make sure we are and um, we're also going to be doing a lot more in-person events hopefully this year fingers crossed everything's been cancelled for like two years but hopefully this is the year where we'll actually get to go and meet you in person um whether it be a move it or can you dance or things like that that's the plan we would very much like to do that um so that's kind of where we're at and if you have any more feedback for us please don't forget you can leave a review on spotify now as well as itunes so if you like the show you love the podcast please do leave us a review as it helps us get seen by way more performers we're going to be going all in on tiktok so if you need us you know where we'll be um and if you need anything please remember where you can dm i'll put all the links in the show notes but you can dm me anytime at the performer journals and i'll always be there to help I hope this reflection kind of is giving you some ideas about what you can be reflecting on and how important it is to just pause and breathe and look back. It's been very, very emotional to look at how far we've come um, and to look at what didn't work and reevaluate. But it's been a wonderful year. And I'm very grateful, even though it's been a challenge and it's been tough with everything that's been going on in the world. Um, I feel very lucky and very privileged to to have been a part of 2021 and to kind of leave my stamp on 2021 being a positive thing. Um, I feel like 2021 was a needed year for me. Um, and... It's definitely been something that I'm very proud of and will take forward as a massive learning curve for me. 
Like it's been by no means an easy feat. Um, it's been emotional to look back in so many ways, in positive and negative. Um, it's been painful, but it's been wonderful. And I'm beyond grateful for the opportunities that I've had this year, for the relationships I've made this year, um, for everything that's come out this year. I'm beyond grateful. So thank you for you listening. I really appreciate you being here and listening to the show and downloading the episodes and taking the time out of your day to, to listen. Um, and we'll be back with more helpful and inspiring interviews in the new year um, and some other episodes as well. So stay tuned. A massive thank you for your support. I literally couldn't do it without you. I hope you all have had a wonderful Christmas and I'm wishing you all the happiest of New Year's. I've been your host, Bethany Ullman, and this has been Performer Talks. <laughs>